I am Mary Teresa Archibald. And I'm Pat Shea. And happy to be back here. Happy holidays. Yes. It's upon us. Yes. Happy Hanukkah. If your Hanukkah has started, we have yes. Christmas right around the corner. And uh, wow. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. And there's a lot to do. It's going to end. <laughs> there's a lot to do. Yay, 2020 ending. Yes. And uh, and 2021 beginning. Full of optimism. Exactly. Full of optimism we are. Exactly. We'll get there at uh, some point. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you uh, like us, you follow us, uh, subscribe, review. Please, we really appreciate it. We thank you so much for doing it. And you can uh, head over to facebook.com slash funnyparents to get more information and connect with us. We would love to hear from you. And I'm going to throw this out here as a tease or perhaps just as a little bit of accountability for myself. By the next time we publish a podcast, we will be telling you about an actual web address for an actual Funny Parents website. Yes, this has been a topic of great conversation. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's been a topic of many keys being pushed as well. Yes. Just, just not enough. So, so now if I tell you this, someone's there to hold me accountable. Yes. Hold please, us accountable. Please hold us accountable. Exactly. Uh, if you make us do something, we tend to get it done. <laughs> if you just leave us to our own volition, things yeah. get procrastinated. But the kid had a thing. The kid always says that. And the kid had a soccer. thing. But, yes. <laughs> uh, but we hope you are well. We, again, uh, hope, especially all the parents out there who are doing remote learning, mm. God save us, because, man, it's rough. <laughs> It's rough. Well, some weeks are better than others. True. It's the shifting. Some projects are better than others. It's the shifting remote, hybrid, hybrid, remote. Yes. For those of you that don't know, we're in New York, uh, particularly New York City, and uh, we've been playing this wonderful game of chicken, of open, close, open, close with Mm -hmm. schools. It's been delightful. Um, But overall, pretty good. Right now, we're currently studying fourth grade American Revolution. Yes. It's pretty exciting. Yes. Late at night, the parents are watching Turn, the AMC series, <laughs> we are. to catch up with their their fourth graders' curiosity about uh, World War. Uh, I'm sorry, Revolutionary War era spies. Yes, we are learning a lot. Yes, um, one way or another. But we are so excited yeah. to introduce this funny parent to you, someone that Pat has known for quite a long time. Yeah, this. Joe Kaplan is my original funny parent. Uh, I moved to Chicago right out of college and, you know, uh, you're working on different improv teams and and you finally get on one that sticks and you get a a good thing going. And, and then there is this guy on that team who first, he's also, I think one of the very first people that I knew who was actually making a living, making people happy and making them laugh. Uh, which was amazing. And at that time, Joe was the audience warm-up guy for the Danny Bonaducci show. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure he will. He loves that I'm sharing that with you. But, but, but from my eyes, that was he. He was the absolute titan. Uh, <laughs> here he was. He was living in Chicago. He was making his living. He was making people happy, and he was married. Uh, and 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 had this great marriage, and then eventually. Uh, he became a dad, and he, I think he was the first uh, 
improv friend that I knew who became a dad, and now he's out in California, and uh, and and the daughter that he had is all grown up and 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 off away at college, and there's another one uh, right behind her, and uh, well, Joe is going to take us through a few moments in you know right from the beginning of being a parent to uh sending to, your kid off to college exactly enjoy so i've got um two daughters i have uh, one who's 20 and one who's 17 so my one daughter's in college right now and that's weird to have a daughter in college i don't think i'm that old but apparently i am and, <laughs> Um, and I'll, t- I, so like when she was, um, I think four months old, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would, we'd have this thing where Tracy would wake up several times throughout the night to tend to the baby and, and feed her and that kind of stuff. And I would, sure. and, um, <laughs> and one day that, that one night, I'm sorry, one day, one night that, that whole thing uh, came to a crashing halt when, when Tracy just could not get her to stop crying, whatever. And all of a sudden she's waking up. She's like, take this baby. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And so I do, I'm trying to get her to calm down. Can't get her to stop crying. But the one thing we could do that, one thing that always worked for her. And this is, you know, what? two thirty three in the morning, something like that is, um, uh, she she loved driving the, the vibration I, I assume the vibration mm-hmm. there. Sure. Um, she loved going driving so I bundle her up because um, this is December I believe um, mm-hmm. January around there and um, I, it is a freezing cold winter night and I bundle her up uh, throw her in the car seat in my Isuzu rodeo that we used to drive around <laughs> car it's our first car we bought together Chris and I so and. Uh. And the way I drive, and, it's, and it works perfectly. It works perfectly. Like it, she was crying, 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 fussy, just could not get her stop. And when they're four months old, their cry is like so, like, like tiny and pathetic. You know that, like, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, yes, you yeah. Know, you know what I'm talking about? If you if you've heard that, that small of a kid cry, and and so I put her in the car, and uh, it, it it works. She starts, uh, she calms down, and I'm driving and driving, and driving, but she is not going to sleep. So. Oh. I just keep driving and driving. I, I start off in Rockville Village where we live and I head down Addison. Then I get on the highway and I'm on the Kennedy and then I'm on the Dan Ryan. I just keep driving and driving and driving. Mm-hmm. She's up. She's quiet, but she's up. And um, next thing you know, I'm at the Indiana border. And, <laughs> <laughs> and just as I get there, she, um, she closes her eyes. She's asleep. I'm like, Success! And so, <laughs> so I'm in Indiana now. It is three-ish in the morning. And, um, you know, once you go across the border, there's like these huge gas stations because gas right. is mm-hmm. in Indiana. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'll get gas. And so I do. And, um, you know, I don't quite know how this whole thing is done. You know, Tracy knew exactly what to do with the baby, but I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm an idiot guy. And so... <laughs> I'm at um, the gas station. I fill up, and then I'm like, "the the Powerball is really high right now," and, oh, they, didn't, no. <laughs> and they didn't sell the Powerball in Illinois at the time. So I'm like, "I, I can, I can, I, I can have eyes on the car the whole time, but I'll go inside to the gas station and get, you know, and, and get get a Powerball ticket." And so, 
This seemed like a good idea at the time. It really did. I'm like, kids asleep, Powerball. I could be a multi-millionaire by the time. <laughs> this is all worked perfectly. So yeah. I fill the car. I start to walk to the to the gas station, to the kiosk, whatever it is there. And I just look back and I see in the back of the car that this tiny little face is contorted in rage, <laughs> just <laughs> contorted, screaming, crying. And I'm like, this is not what you want to do, Kaplan. This is not what you want to do. <laughs> this is a horrible idea. It all came crashing down. I'm like, I, I could just see the headline. Like, man leaves baby <laughs> at gas station to walk in and buy a Powerball ticket. This is a bad <laughs> Bad headline, bad way to be. So, yeah. I, of course, I immediately turn around. I go get in the car. I start driving again, and she stops crying. And I, I get her back, and she finally falls asleep somewhere. On, I don't know, probably around. Um, I can't think of a, probably South Loop. I guess I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, anyway, it was just one of those moments where, um, you know, up till then, I'm like, hey, buy a Powerball ticket, no big deal. And then I realize I have mm-hmm. another life that depends on me, and I am screwing up royally so <laughs> stop wow. what you're doing stop this road turn around go back and get get in the car and drive your kid on so anyway um that's my that's my uh story of uh of, I, I guess um uh, almost neglect almost neglect yes so if you need a name for this podcast that, that's that's the one um, <laughs> the story of almost, almost neglect. neglect. <laughs> and, um, so that's that's one for there. And um, uh, another story of my fantastic parenting. Um, I am I am uh, downstairs in our in our house on in Roscoe Village, mm-hmm. and I'm in the basement, and I hear um, like the sound of going down the steps, and it reminded me of college. When we had, we would have our parties. We have downstairs, and we would have to roll a keg down the steps, like dish, 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 dish. Oh, no. And so I'm at the computer. I'm like, "Oh, it's at college." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "I'm not in college anymore!" Oh my! God. <laughs> so I go running up the step uh, in, from the basement to the main floor, and then at the bottom of the steps is my uh, other daughter, Lily, who's about um, I don't know a year at this point. And she has crumbled at the bottom of the steps. I'm like, please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. <laughs> and, what? and then she starts crying. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but my initial thing was like, oh, that's like college. That sound. Oh, my God. <gasps> and so <laughs> and so, what had happened is the, the, the gate at the top of the steps did not latch properly um, on this. Oh. It wasn't shut all the way. And so, uh, anyway, scooped her up. She was fine. Called the pediatrician. She's like, she's crying. Yep. Okay. You're fine. And so, <laughs> so anyway, there you go. That was, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. I feel like I'm talking fast. Am I talking too fast? Sorry. No, no. No, it's fine. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, last one here. Mm-hmm. Um. Oldest kid, same kid that I took to the gas station at 3 a.m. to buy a Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter Zoe, so um, she is now a freshman in college at, at uh, UMass in in, in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Part of the redundancy. So anyway, um, we dropped her off at um, at her dorm uh, freshman year, and then Trace and I um, uh, 
drove to Boston afterwards, and, and it was pretty dramatic for me. She handled it fine, but I was like, sure. yeah, I'm like I'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was very emotional, so sappy about the whole thing. And um, uh, she, uh, she um, uh, like I said, she was fine. So we went, Trace and I drove to Boston. We went to have some, you know, had dinner that night and we called her on the phone a couple of times. And, and she's like, don't bother me. I'm trying to be a freshman in college. And uh, <laughs> and so anyway, that night, so we had a couple, I had a couple of glasses of wine in me and I was all sappy and I, and Tracy's sleeping. And I opened up my laptop and typed this little number on Facebook and I thought I might read it. I, I don't know. I don't know. If, um, sure. So I'm like, so I'm like, what I should have said when I drop you off at your dorm. So I'm like, so you're out of the house and you're literally 3,000 miles from home. It's probably scary for you. It's a little terrifying for me. And I think you're ready. I think I've given you the tools and advice in rearing that has prepared the both of us for this day. But I have a confession to make. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, and I never have. Um, I'm like, you didn't come with a manual. Thus, I've been uh, winging this for 18 years. Um, I'm sure there are other dads out there who had wise words and, and sage-like advice to dispense on this day, but I really want to be that guy, and I'm not. <laughs> um, like I was just trying to think of something that would, you know, be great advice um, that wouldn't get an eye roll and, and be a pearl of wisdom that you'll retell over and over through grad school and post doctorate and to all your employees at the tech startup <laughs> um, <laughs> as you take your company public. But all that came out was "I love you" and be good. So. <laughs> which is exactly the truth so i'm like so now that i've had a moment to collect myself i've got some advice for you um leave your door open it's the best way to meet your doormates mm-hmm. uh, avoid patchouli and clove cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> i made that mistake in college let me tell you um <laughs> moccasin and crocs are not your friend challenge oh. everything <laughs> um don't take econ 101 and get all pedantic um mm. Some great stuff will come from your greatest fails. Call it once a week, not a text, a call. It's called a phone for a reason. It transmits words across great distances. Um, I'm like, never forget what you are. A beautiful, intelligent, creative Jewish woman with a wicked sense of humor and great hair. <laughs> Don't do drugs. And if you do, and you probably, and you probably will, use your head. Um, I put, beware of Rick. He'll have a different name, but there will always be a Rick. Maybe you'll be in a situation with Rick you're not comfortable with. Stab him in the throat with your dorm keys and leave. <laughs> and they don't have keys anymore. That's the thing about it. They're all cards now. Um, oh, um, the Cubs are the greatest team in the Major League Baseball. If anyone tells you different, stab him in the throat with your dorm keys and leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, say yes. Yes, we'll take you places. Maybe good, maybe bad, but you'll never find out if you're always a no. I've taught you the old improv adage of yes and. It really works. Try it on. And I put go to class. That's where you learn stuff. So that's why I wrote in my, you know, my uh, semi, um, you know, a few glasses of wine Kaplan that night while my wife slept next to me. I posted that thing. And about 10 minutes later, I'm like, I have exposed myself as being this weak, sappy guy. I've got to erase that right now. <laughs> and I opened up Facebook and it had like 30 likes already. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I, I'm, I want to be Facebook popular, so I left it on there. And so there we go. And I, I posted it to the uh, UMass Parents website and, and uh, end, end up um, uh, you know, getting some nice comments and that kind of stuff. But it, I, initially I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? And so, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, I figured I'd share that guy a little the number for you. That's, I don't know if it's that funny, but it, it's kind of interesting. The, the oh, I love it. 
Yeah. yeah so I love it. One's in year one, and you, yeah, the next story is in year uh, 18. So there you go. Amazing. What I particularly enjoy is that Joe is so vulnerable with how emotional mm-hmm. he was about the experience. <laughs> And I have to say, it's something that struck me. My father, as Pat knows, uh, was not an overly emotional person. Oh, yeah. Um, When he dropped me off at college, along with my mom and one of my brothers, he hugged me, gave me a kiss, and said, I love you. And now my father, who I knew loved me, Mm -hmm. hardly ever said it. So when he said it, that just reduced me to a puddle of tears. So I love that Joe is so open and that this was an emotional moment for him taking his daughter to college. Yeah. And I love the letter that came after. Now, I will say in full disclosure, I have this little, I'm big big on little traditions. And I I am. I love little traditions. I have a tradition. I've been doing these past few years. I write a letter to each of my sons. Before school starts. And it's always to my son starting kindergarten, to my son starting first grade, second grade, etc. And I talk about all the things that I hope for them this year. Everything from I hope that they are kind and I hope that they are engaged and that they're enthusiastic. You know, when my little guy was starting kindergarten, I was like, please, for the love of God, close the bathroom stall door. Because he's... Till this day, not so keen on shutting the bathroom door. Uh, yeah. So I love this idea of this letter and yeah. connecting that way. First, I want to clarify when Mary says she writes letters to our sons, it's because we just have sons, at least at the moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> it we isn't that have... she's not writing letters to our daughters. <laughs> that would be awful. Uh, second, in terms of closing the stall door, you just flashed me back to early in Zoom learning. He was in the middle of gym class and had to go to the bathroom. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, left the door open. Oh my gosh, wide um, open. So oh. there you go. Listen, thank you everyone so much for listening. And again, a, a great holiday present for podcasters is a rating or review on the iTunes or, or Stitcher store. So uh, we'd love to invite you to do that. And if you want some Funny Parents swag, head to redbubble.com slash funnyparents and mm-hmm. you can get yourself a face mask or a notebook or anything with the Funny Parents logo on it. And we will be back right before Christmas. And uh, with our website, <laughs> yes, <laughs> hopefully. Take care, everyone.